Good Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy, Robert, here once again at the tiny table yeah. in the giant big room love here for some good table. conversation. I really love our big room, man. We are so blessed to have this facility here at Cornerstone World Life Church. I just, sometimes you got to sit back and take it all in. This is probably my favorite spot in this building. Oh, yeah? I just think it looks the coolest. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like it was a, I mean, I, in my opinion, like this yeah. wall alone was worth Every penny. Mm. Every penny. Shout out to Eastside Murals out yeah. of Tennessee, Nashville. So good. You guys did a great job with all the artwork in yes. this building. So we hope to bring you guys back, do some more. So uh, if you watch the podcast, which I highly doubt you do, but you know, I've hey, been surprised by other you stuff before. Know. Ian, I miss <laughs> you, you dude. Know. You're a cool guy and your buddy. Um, so we'll bring you guys back and do some more. You don't work. remember his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really know, and your buddy. I remember Ian. He's the coolest. They were both really cool dudes, but I remember Ian because I had correspondence with him. Yeah, you know, when you connect with somebody, it's easy to remember their name. Not that when you connect people and you don't remember. Oh gosh, we're in a hole here. We are in a hole. There's a lot of people, but I don't feel like it's in. I don't feel like it is a hole because it's just hard sometimes to remember people's names. I, I'm really bad about remembering names. Honestly, I'm really good at remembering faces. Mm. Bad about names. Yep. And honestly, sometimes it takes like a good three to four interactions to really solidify a name to a face. Unless it's like I had like a very lengthy encounter or conversation with that person. You know what I mean? Like if I just like one off met you today, I probably wouldn't know your name was Robert. (laughs) Unless if like, you know, something something crazy happened that'd be like... That time that Robert set that guy on fire. <laughs> Which is probably standard because I did set a girl on fire once. That was a total accident. But anyways. Did. Yeah. What at was her youth. name? Brittany? No, it was at our apartment. But Oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was at youth. No, I don't think it was at youth. So was but that wasn't youth. my fault. That was during the emo era. You can't put that back on her. You can't. I can. No. The, the amount of hairspray these people used well, what was were you incredible. Doing? What were you I doing? mean, I was playing with matches. and so. <laughs> but it was just like I got in the general vicinity and it... <laughs> Uh, guys, hairspray is flammable. Yeah. And also matches are flammable. So the well, two there, do not go together. There used to be a trend like where you could light, you know, like your pants or yeah, your yeah. jacket on fire and it would like burn the cotton, but then it would fizzle out. Right. Because it's just like little fuzzies or whatever. Yeah. 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 And so we were doing that. And I don't recommend it. I don't recommend know. it either. This was ill advised. It was a lapse of good judgment, it was, you know, which you know, we've all had from time to time. It was 2007. You know, yeah. we didn't know. No we one didn't knew know what they were doing in 2007. I mean, look at the hairstyles. I mean, it was <laughs> terrible. Uh, but the. Like my mic's being weird. So I did it to her hoodie, and it ran up her shoulder, and then the hairspray just said. Oh, so it was actually her hoodie. You were like, actually, we were doing the experiment. I okay, mean, like, I thought you were just being weird and like lighting no, matches near your no, head. No, 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 they knew what was going on. Okay. It's not like I'm just going to try to light someone on fire well, without I mean, I consent that. and without them knowing it. You know what I mean? So. Uh, that's funny. I not can we move on? This really is you making said me not going to light her on fire without her consent. Like that's like a normal. <laughs> that's a conversation. Have your people. consent to light you on fire today. <laughs> well, I will say, if you're going to light someone on fire, the best way to do it is with consent. I right? agree. That is probably. <laughs> So, uh, we should write a book. It should be called The Years of Youth Ministry. The things that happen. Yeah, and it should just be all the stuff that has happened. Because we have some stories from broken down vehicles on the side of the road to lighting people on fire to be stranded up in the mountains. I mean, we have some amazing, incredible stories. And I am grateful for every single one of them. Yeah. It's a good time. For good the most times. part. The she most. may not be grateful because she was, you what? know, we had to grab a towel real quick. Actually, I don't remember how we put her out, but uh, I don't think it was really as intense <laughs> as everyone said it was. It probably wasn't that big a deal. No. Nah. It was probably scarier than it actually was. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. It was one of those things that you're just like kind of startled because you're like, 
She's on fire. <laughs> She's Process on fire. Processing, processing. You know, and the person that's on fire is like, I wish you would process quicker. And you're just like, well, I'm not sure what to do. Do something. Yeah, anything at all. So, yeah. Oh, so, man. what's going on in the world today? Well, there are a lot of there things going a- on in the world today. And <laughs> there there's a lot of so things that are happening up. in the world. And it's yeah. hard to talk about all of them. It is hard. Uh, but one thing I will say that I've been very much enjoying in the TikTok land is all of the clips from the Johnny Depp oh. and Heard trial. <laughs> it's been very good, very entertaining. I, I you know, I know, I don't want to uh, take a lot of joy in people's uh, hurt and heartache, obviously. Say, yeah. But at the same time, I, I, you know, the clips are funny. You know, yeah. I'm there for the clips. I'm there for the memes. You know, I'm sure I that might have to check some of these out. I haven't seen one yet. I just think that if I had to say in my humble opinion, uh, I am not a lawyer. <laughs> that 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 okay. is evident. But it seems like the lawyers that Amber Heard has picked do not know quite what they're doing. Really? <laughs> or maybe not. Or maybe it's just the way that clips are edited. Because I know mm. the editing is a very powerful tool. But yeah. it seems like from the clips that I've seen that they're just a little bit like, uh, what's going on? Maybe in there? Johnny Depp's paying them. <laughs> oh yeah, or Johnny Depp's just paying some really good <laughs> to lawyers. Troll her. <laughs> maybe because it seems like like in one of the clips I saw like <laughs> like the guy kept asking Johnny like, did I read that right? Did I read that right? Did I read that? Johnny goes, you you read that very well. Like, <laughs> like it was just like really like good so rebuttal. Weird. It was just like, like yes, buddy, you can read very well. Like, <laughs> You're doing a good job, little guy. Doing a good Keep job. it up. <laughs> yeah, and then there's just been some times where, you know, they've asked, uh, you know, witnesses or whatever, and it's just like, uh, you basically just put yourself in a hole there, and you're, you're, you're not helping your case by asking these questions. And it's like, why is the lawyer doing Like, that's not what a lawyer's supposed to do. Right. Bring on someone to testify that actually hurts your client. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, they that's ask questions that actually end up hurting them so they're like you're not supposed to, you're you're bad for the wrong team right now hey, amber's like your line of questioning is devastating <laughs> right. my case you're not helping me here <laughs> maybe he's thinking if i get to it first then johnny depp's attorneys have nothing to, they have nothing to counter question here you know what i mean because i've done i put it all out there like at one point there was a, a question that they asked amber heard mm-hmm. and after when she said something johnny depp's lawyer gave a fist bump to his other lawyer because oh. he was like they just they they helped us like he fist bumped them he was like thank Thank you. Really? And I was just like, oh. Oh my gosh, that's how you know you're yeah. doing a bad, poor guys. Yeah. Dang, that's tough, dude. Yeah. So it's wow. been interesting. It's been interesting <clears throat> to follow. Um, but again, I, I don't want to belittle their situation. What they're going yeah. through, I'm sure, is very, very real, emotional on both sides. You know, I sure. don't really know the in and outs of their actual mm. relationship, but it does seem like domestic abuse is happening on both sides potentially so mm. i know that there's something going on there that probably needs to there's be there's a part of me out. that kind of hates that this is playing out in front of america i mean i think that that's probably not the best thing yeah. you know because if it were me i wouldn't want my my, my dirty laundry being aired out for the world and everyone witnessing yeah. like what's happening like, you know I, I don't know that's not very cool so that makes me wonder like, okay, so I, I get like maybe, because I haven't really followed it. I've mm-hmm. just kind of heard speculation and different things. And like my 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 assumption is that maybe Johnny Depp wanted it public because he's trying to clear his name. Uh, that, that's essentially what's happening. So there already was a trial in Britain or Europe or wherever that was and about a potential like abuse thing mm-hmm. and Johnny Depp lost it. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, Amber Heard like wrote like this op-ed post or something talking about abuse but didn't really say it was johnny but you could kind of figure but it, it out it was kind of like you're clearly talking right. about johnny right now be? and so basically that really like hurt hmm. him and like, like he hasn't been able to get 
jobs. It's affecting his wow. career, affecting his image, blah, 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 blah. The, the list goes on. Yeah. And so he is, this is a whole like defamation trial. Like gotcha. he's trying to like basically like get his life back right. because of this. So that's so what's So I understand happening. he's wanting to change the public opinion. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know why she would agree. I would assume that they would have to agree for it to be public and to be filmed and to be yeah. everywhere like this. You know what I mean? I yeah. just, I don't know. I feel like, I, I, I wonder if it'd be less damaging for people to go through stuff like this privately and kind of deal with it, but I also get it. But so kind of what I was wondering, so I haven't watched any of it, and I don't know if you've seen this or not. Uh, actually, Noodle Boy Nomad, uh, you know, shout out to the old nudes. The Noodle Boy! Um, he told me, we were at a soccer game the other day, James Clemens soccer game, and uh, he told me that they had asked him if his role in Pirates of the Caribbean had affected how he acted in the relationship. Interesting. And he said yes. Huh. And then that got my wheels turning. Because <laughs> I just think of Pirates, and he's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, wow, I won't want to live with that either. Why is but, the rum gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is the rum gone? Uh, and so then I got to thinking, and, and this is an, an absolutely tragic story. Sure. I remember Heath Ledger mm. and how he did the, the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, I think it was Jack Nicholson. It was, yep. I know you're talking Warned about. him ahead of time. and was like, be careful of this role. Mm-hmm. It will consume you. Mm-hmm. And it, it ultimately, they they believe that that's kind of what you know caused a negative turn in his right. life that caused him to take his life. Yeah, you know, he uh, got way too deep in the character. Got way too deep, and so I be, I started like going down this rabbit trail in my own mind, thinking about like when we pretend to be somebody else, how damaging that is for our life, yeah. and how damaging it is for those around us. And again, I'm not, Heath Ledger is a absolutely tragic situation. Um, even what's going on in their relationship, it's tragic. You don't ever want to see somebody emotionally hurt or physically hurt or yeah. mentally hurt. You know, you just want the absolute best for people. And I'm not putting all the blame on Captain Jack Sparrow <laughs> <laughs> or on Amber, but it's just interesting yeah. that them pretending to be somebody else negatively affected their life. Yeah. And I want to bring that into a spiritual sure. Convert Christian conversation because I feel like lots of times, and I can speak from my own experience, the worst years of my life is when I was lost from who I really was. Yeah, well, I mean, they say that method acting, and that's what this is, mm. is very dangerous because mm. you, when you method act, you're basically saying, I want to think how this character thinks, I want to walk how this character walks, I want to talk how this character talks, I want to act how this character acts. Yeah. In like, in some ways, you're literally trying to become that character, mm. and that's why they say it's dangerous. Because, and especially like in Heath Ledger's sense, like you can almost become that, yeah. And you could go crazy, or yeah. you could really hurt yourself, or do things that you you would have never done. Like if you're wanting to play like a a drug addict, yeah. Some people go as far mm. to hey, I gotta I gotta know what this drug feels like so I can be this mm. addict, you know. And then they they themselves become an addict. So I remember when I was in theater. You know, there's they are always talking about you know method acting like it's very effective but highly ill advised. Like mm. don't don't go down that way just to be the character. You know, because there's there's usually a better way to yeah. do that. And so even in like a, a, a spiritual sense, like I think one of the best things for me, and I think you can attest to this yourself, is when I truly started to realize like who I am in God. Yeah. I was able to be that person. Yeah. You know, it's like, I want to think like a child of God. I want to mm. talk like a child of God. I want to act like a child of God. I want to be a child of God. I no longer want to be 
who I was beforehand. Yeah. So that, in a way, let me method act into that. You yeah, know? yeah. Like let me let me do that. You know, yeah. and I think that's a better practice of that kind of sense. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, since you said the word, I wonder how many Christians are method acting, mm-hmm. and not even only Christians, but people in yeah. everyday lives method acting and how damaging that is to who they are and to who they're supposed to be. Uh, We see a lot of this in culture right now. You know, if you're not happy with who you are, just change everything about yourself. Yeah. And I think that that's where all method actors probably to some degree, you Mm -hmm. know, and then I think that that's, that's probably very unhealthy, you know, because we're trying to be who the world says we should be, who society says we should be. Like if we're a boy, we got to be the man, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or if you're a woman, like you got to be this type of, like you have to be this. And if you're not this, you know, you're not good enough, you know, or you're not who uh, you're supposed to be. So you got to change yourself and method act into this. And that, that is very unhealthy and damaging to, to you as a person. Yeah. And there's obviously exterior influences that would cause us to want to be, you know, when we're at school, we want to be somebody that everyone else is going to like. We want to be somebody who's going to be popular. And I think that that in itself influences some sort of method acting because sometimes we feel like, well, I can't really be Mm -hmm. who I'm supposed to be because maybe this person's not going to like me or maybe that person's not going to like me. And sometimes we get busy you know, going along to get along. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that that's necessarily the healthiest way. Well, actually, I know that's not the healthiest way to live because we can't live to please others. It's so important to find out who we are in God Mm -hmm. and who God made us to be. And then no matter what these exterior influences are doing or trying to convince us to do, we just have to pull back from that and say, you know what, this is who I am Mm -hmm. and nothing can change that. And I, I really want to encourage people the the true way to happiness and peace with your own life is to find out who God created you to be mm-hmm. because he is the potter and we right. are the pots and you know he he's the one that has shaped us he's the one that has formed us he's the one that made us male and female he's the one that you know gave us our hair and our eye color and and gave us you know all this who we are and I feel like when we try to change that, when we're playing a role mm-hmm. that is very dangerous because now what we're doing is we're separating ourselves from him and from his creation. And I think it just makes it very, very confusing. Yeah. And I think we've just got to be happy with who God created us yeah. to be. And I think that comes from spending time with the creator, mm. you know, because if you if you really want to understand how a product works, well, let's look at the instructions. Look, let's look yeah. at the intended use mm. for it. Let's yeah, go yeah, to yeah. who invented that product. Yeah. What did they want it to be used yeah, for? That's you know, good. that's how you figure out like, oh, this tiny little table is supposed to hold coffee mm-hmm. cups and books or whatever. These microphones are meant to project your voice yeah. into people's ear holes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it's used for. And so yeah. you go to the source of what was created or what the creator intended it to yeah. be. And you do some research with the, that information. And so like with God and us, if we want to find out what we're created to do or we want to find out like what we're supposed to do with our lives, we should probably spend time with the creator. Yeah. Spend time in his word. Spend time in church doing yeah. things for others and serving others. Like, what am I good at? What are my strengths? What are my my values? What mm-hmm. are my purposes? What am I, what am I supposed yeah. to do in this world? Yeah. Spending time with him and also doing stuff with God mm. will help you understand this this pot that he's yeah. crafted and yeah. what it's meant to hold, what it's meant to be used for. Mm. And the first thing is to understand that your purpose is connected mm-hmm. to the one who created you. Sure. You cannot separate those yeah. two. And I think that that's why a lot of people are so 
aimlessly wandering through life is because they don't have this relationship that you spoke of with their creator. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way to find our true purpose, to find our true meaning is because he is the one who gave it to us. He Mm -hmm. is the one who created us. And the first thing I think that's important for all of humanity to realize is that we were created to have this relationship with God. Mm -hmm. We were created to be his children. We were created to have fellowship with him. And I think when we understand that yeah. and we begin to engage in that like you were saying now we're beginning to peel back the layers of who the world says we are we begin to peel back the layers of who we think we are and we begin to find out who we really are yeah. and when we find out who we really are through fellowship with our creator you know and it's important for us to realize that God wants to fellowship with he, he wants to reveal to us yeah. you know like Pastor Mark always says you know what you're called to do and who you're called to be it's your discovery mm-hmm. you've got to get in there with God and discover you know what I mean? It's, it's through our relationship with right. him that we discovered we were youth pastors right. and ministers of the gospel. You know, but through your relationship with him, you may figure out that you're an actor. You yeah. may figure out that you're a lawyer. <laughs> we're talking about these lawyers, <laughs> and maybe you'll be a better one than Amber's. I don't know. Oh, but uh, maybe you're called to be a pilot. But the point is, is that purpose is revealed through our relationship. Yeah, and I think that it's really easy to be frustrated with, like, gosh, I know I'm supposed to be this pot that God created me. Or I see myself as this pot, but what color is it? You know? Mm. What 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 is it? Is it supposed to hold this or is it supposed to hold that? And so it can be hard, I think, to understand like the full scope of the purpose. Mm. I can understand the frustration in that, but I, I think just taking it one day at a time with mm. God is is probably the best advice that I can say because it's all right to not know yeah. the ultimate goal just yet, you know. And at some point, you're going to realize like that's going to be revealed. Like you said, it's a discovery. Like yeah. you're going to get little things here and there that make sense to go into the. I don't know. We kept talking about the pot. We talked about the potter and the clay. So. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you're going to understand like, oh, this, this makes sense for me. Like mm. this actually is what I'm supposed to do today, yeah. you know, and this will help me tomorrow. Yeah. And that's all coming from your relationship with God. Yeah. You're not going to get those little answers for the big answer if you don't at least start talking to God now. And I think part of people's frustration is when they start engaging in that way and stuff is revealed to them, we can't fight against it. Mm-hmm. We've got to embrace yeah. who we are. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like that scripture in Jeremiah where it talks about does the pot argue with the potter right and you know basically <laughs> say why are you making me this yeah, yeah. way why are you're so clumsy with your hands <laughs> and we and it's such an awesome scripture but yeah. we we need to stop arguing with god with the way that he created us mm-hmm. you know we need to be satisfied with the way that God created me. He created me five foot 11 with brown hair that is trying to depart. It's, <laughs> you know, he made me with yeah. brown eyes and he gave me this body and he made me a male and he made me the way that I am. And instead of fighting against that, I need to embrace that yeah. so I can reach my fullest potential as God's creation. Yeah. And I think that people have just been so lied to that if you're not happy, it's because you need to change something about your pot. Mm. If you're not happy, it's because of the way you were made. And that's not true at all. Happiness is based in finding out who we are. And the only way to find out who we are is through this relationship with the one that made us. The Bible even says he knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm -hmm. He knows the number of the hairs on our head. He knows our future better than we know our past, which is absolutely amazing. And so we can get lost in this relationship with God. And that's only a good thing because the deeper I go in him, you know, the more I find out who I am, the more confidence I'm going to have in this life. And the more I'm going to be satisfied with who I am in the way that God made me. And to me, there's nothing happier than that. Yeah. I love that. 
<clears throat> you mentioned the details of like even the hair and and I feel like I don't know how that would all work together but it's like God was so specific mm. and so detailed in his design and and everyone's design, design yeah. because they were all uniquely created for very specific mm. purposes and what is amazing is like even though our gift is probably very similar on yeah. like a surface level, my mm-hmm. gift is unique than yours. It's so true. And your gift is very unique from mine. Yeah. And the way that you minister is going to be different than the sure. way I minister. Absolutely. And there will be some crossover. But at the same time, it's like I, if I fully embrace who God made me to be, yeah. I will be the best version of that. That's I will right. be the ultimate version yeah. for the purpose of my life yeah. because that is for me mm. and 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 who you are is yeah. for you like i even if i really really tried hard to be robert and and i wore an alabama black hat yeah. and i and i wore a nascar shirt on wednesdays uh. you know and and i you know and i tried really hard to make the same jokes and to use the same illustrations i would never ever deliver it the same way right. that you could right because I'm not you. Right. And I think that goes across the board. If I if I really wanted to be Jack Sparrow mm. and I put on a pirate hat and I acted drunk all the time and I got a really, really, really dark tan and weird clothes <laughs> and I started talking in weird British accents to yeah. people. And you know, and but I would never really be Jack Sparrow. Yeah. I would be a, an imposter. And all of that <laughs> stuff is external. Mm-hmm. And we're so busy changing external elements to try to figure out who we are. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with who we are. Yeah. You know, the real you is the part of you that's going to live forever. The yeah. recreated new spirit that God has placed on the inside of you and made you a new man, the new birth. And we must identify with that, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ yeah. Jesus. And I begin to, and then all this exterior stuff kind of becomes background. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, we can wear the clothes we want to wear. We sure. can dye our hair the way we, we can cut our hair the way we want. But none of that stuff is just identifying who we are. That's mm-hmm. not our identity. That right. doesn't make up who we are. Yeah. Because if we try to allow that stuff to make us up who we are, it's like you just said, you'll never really be that person. Yeah. 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 You I, know? I mean, actors are actors. <clears throat> right. It's not who they are. Now, some yeah. of the best actors, in my opinion, are probably playing roles that are very close to who they actually are because they're the best version of that. See, and I love that. Like Robert Downey Jr., I feel like in my heart, he's playing himself Honestly. in a lot of roles since Iron Honestly. Man. Now, probably a little bit to an extreme level, you know, to put it on for the cameras, but sure. I feel like for the most part, that's probably who Robert Downey Jr. is. Yeah. I don't believe that Johnny Depp is actually Jack Sparrow. Right. I think that <laughs> he is very good at being a Jack Sparrow, but mm. that's not who Johnny Depp is. Right, right. And, and that I think that we can get in that trap of like, Society wants me to be Jack Sparrow because they love Jack Sparrow. They don't love Johnny Depp. So let me be Jack Sparrow today. And what a trap that is, though. Right? Because now, and I'm not saying he felt this way. Yeah, yeah, we're, but, we're, we're speculating. <clears throat> but now, <clears throat> what a trap that is if you think, well, people like me for being him. Mm-hmm. And how much pressure is on him then to be that person everywhere he goes. Right. Because that's how the world accepts him, and that's how the world receives him, and that's how the world likes him. <clears throat> and now he's let other people mm-hmm. ultimately decide who he is. And we're not saying Johnny Depp does this. We're just painting right, a picture. Hypotheticals of, here. We're, we're, we're saying what can happen yeah, yeah. when you get lost in this method acting and trying to be someone that you're not. And then people receive that. And I had this problem huge when yeah, I was in high school. Me too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was, I, I called a chameleon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if I was around the jocks, I was a jock. If I was around the cowboys, I was a cowboys. If I was around, I could blend that's in about well it. if I needed to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And I found out that I was becoming 
something that I thought everybody else liked. Mm -hmm. And it was constantly Robert changing, Robert changing. And it was so inconsistent. And I really found out, you know, as a junior and people didn't like me because I was just fake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Whatever you want me to be, that's what I'll be. So you'll like me. And it's, they were more uh, uh, aware of my fakeness Mm. and, and more aware of how I was trying to put on someone that I wasn't, that they ended up not liking me. And it wasn't until I was a senior that I was like, okay, like me or hate me, I'm just going to be me because like I'm that, tired. I hope and I feel like that does kind of happen a lot as a senior. You're finally, the, yeah. finally the last year of high school, you're like, I'm just going to be me, <laughs> Forget man. Forget you guys. I'm done with all yeah. this, you know. But for me, it was it, it was birthed out of a place of frustration. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, maybe other people get that place of frustration and they just dive deeper into the method mm-hmm. acting, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't until I accepted Robert. And this goes back to this other scripture. Yeah. You've got to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Self-love is important. Absolutely. And I, we can't stress that enough. Right. You've got to be satisfied with who God made you to be. Yeah. You've got to be satisfied with the individual he, he called you to be. You've got to be satisfied with all the exterior details he has crafted. And you've got to be satisfied with the purpose he has given you. Until you can learn to love those things, there's going to be a long life of frustration ahead yeah. of you. Yeah. I mean, I think you... Uh, you said this last week, so to quote Robert Conifer, it said, yeah, true it. happiness is found when you embrace who God created you to yes, be. Yes, I believe so, that with all my heart. I do too, and I think that that's something that that is so needed for mm, everybody, everybody right now. We need to, I think you will only truly be happy yeah. if you really accept who you are in God. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you <clears throat> truly believe that you are the righteousness of God yeah. in Christ Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you truly believe that you are his child, that you are loved, and that you are this masterpiece mm. that's been created anew, you will really start to see yourself differently. You'll really start to, to walk differently. Yeah. You'll, really st- you'll start to be that person. Yeah. And, and that's so important. That's so vital right now is for us to really be embracing that, mm-hmm. embracing who God created us to be. Yeah, because anything that goes against that, to me, is rooted in evil. Mm. Let me give you an example. Adam and Eve in the beginning. Yeah. God created them the way that he wanted them, mm-hmm. right? He created them to only know good. Yeah. Because he didn't want his creation to know bad. Right. He didn't want his creation to experience bad things. He didn't want his creation to go through woes and trials and tribulations and troubles. He wanted them to have this good life. And so he put them in the Garden of Eden. He had all this stuff provided for him. He called them to rule and reign. He gave them dominion over the fish of the sea and the bird of the air. He And he, he placed them. He gave them the job of titling things. You know what I mean? That's a giraffe. That's an elephant. However, that all worked out. But then you remember, and this is important, guys. Listen, the Bible says don't be ignorant of the devil's devices. Yeah. He's always trying to get you to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. And he came to Adam and Eve, and he tempted them, and he said, eat this fruit, and when you do, you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. Mm -hmm. So there's so many things in that statement. Number one, he said, you'll be like God, which is interesting that the lie he tempted them with was something that they already were. Uh, Yeah. I mean, they already were. Exactly. (laughs) They already were gods of the world. Exactly. God made them that way. And and the Bible says, in his image and in his likeness. So they were already like God. So on its surface, the lie doesn't even hold water. Right. And that's what I really want to tell somebody today. Whatever the devil's lying to you, like he'll tell us stuff like this, I'm not good enough. Mm Mm-hmm. He'll tell us stuff like, I've made too many mistakes. He'll tell us stuff like, just change who you... He, all of his uh, options are rooted in lies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you are good enough. 
and, and the way God made you, like Cody just said, you are God's masterpiece. And so the devil, all he has to offer is lies. Mm. And the mistake that our fathers in the faith, you know, uh, you trace our genealogy all the way back to Adam and Eve, the mistake that they made was they believed the lie. Mm. They believed that they there was something missing. Right. I'm not good enough. Right. I, I shouldn't just know good. I need to add something to my life. I must know good and evil. Mm. And when they changed that, everything changed for the worse. Mm. And so we, and they believed the lie of the devil that who they were wasn't good enough. You've got to change something here. Mm. And I think that's what the devil does with us all the time, even today. Uh, Absolutely. Even in my own story, Robert, you're not good enough. You need to add something to your life and then people will like you. Mm. You need to change something about who you are and then people will like you. And it's just all lies. I, I became more popular with people when I just started following God For and sure. embraced who he made me to be. Yeah. And then that's when I hope people started, to, even if they didn't enjoy being around me, it didn't matter to me anymore. Well, I think it's more of like the people that were around you, you actually liked because they liked being around you. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's really good. Like, like when I was not who I was, you know, uh, I was pretending to be someone I'm not. It's like, do I really care about these people? I'm around? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, do I, do I really like, is this, is this real relationship yeah, 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 or, you yeah. know, or is it surface level? Yeah. But when I really started to be me and be, you know, what I believe is who God created me to be and be the best version of that. The people that began to become a part of my life are people I actually enjoyed having in my life. And there was invested relationship on both sides. You know, people that actually cared about me and that I actually cared about because I was walking in the realness. Mm. You found people that liked you for you because that's who you were being. Yeah. That's amazing. That's, that's really powerful. Yeah. It's because you want people to be your friends because they like you. Exactly. And so the best way to do that is just be you. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, that's so true. It's, it's yeah. such a simple truth, but yeah. it's so powerful. Yeah. When when you are the realest version of you, when you embrace who God created you to be, you become his son and his daughter by giving your life to Jesus, and then you say, you know what? I'm going to follow my creator, and I'm going to allow him to reveal to me who I'm supposed to be, and that's how I'm going to live. When you live that way, then anyone else that comes into your life at that point, they're coming into your life because they like who you are. It's their choice to be there. Right. Because if they didn't like you, they wouldn't be there. Right. And so now you don't have to be fake because the people that are in your world, they love you for you. Mm -hmm. And all that does is, and so now we're creating this, oh, dude, and it just inspires further growth into who we really are. And really, if you think about it, that's such an awesome truth. I'm so glad you brought that out. I don't want people in my life because I have to be fake anyways. Right. Because then that means everything is built on this fake, this facade mm-hmm. that isn't so much real. Work. It's so stressful. It is so much work. <laughs> and then you have to maintain and right. hold it up. It's like, you know, Jack Sparrow. We go back to that. Johnny Depp. Just imagine having to be that character all the time. Otherwise, you feel the pressure of people not liking you. I mean, that can take a real mental, emotional, and physical toll and then even hurt relationships. Yeah. To his own confession, he said being Captain Jack Sparrow did affect my relationship Mm. in a negative way. And so, you know, obviously that's not the entirety of it. There's so much that happened there. But just this simple thing, just be who God created you to be. Find out who you are in him. Yeah, I the think, real you. I think when you, like we said, when you embrace who God created you to be, like that's when you're going to find your true friends. Yeah, that's when you're so going to find, uh, you know, your right church home or whatever. Like when you, you'll find your right friends, you'll find your right church, you'll find your right spouse, you'll find your right job, you'll find your right 
hobbies and interests and passions, you'll find all those you'll things. You'll find happiness. You'll find real happiness. And peace. Because of you embracing who God mm, called you to be. Yes. You'll have fake happiness if you run yeah. from who he called you to be. Oh, that's so true. And it'll be fleeting happiness. It is fleeting. It will not last the yeah. test of time. Yeah. True happiness, long, everlasting happiness is found in God. Yeah, and not only that, now listen, I want to say this. We're not saying that everything, the moment you start pursuing who you're supposed to be, the moment you start engaging this relationship with God, that everything's going to be, to quote my dad, hunky-dory. I almost said that. Like, <laughs> why really? I was just like, hunky-dory. Like, I don't know why that was in my head. You're going to have Bruce. challenges. We are going to have challenges. And, and the devil Absolutely. always comes to tempt us. He always comes to challenge us. There's going to be things that we face in this world that are just awful. There's people. There's people <laughs> in this world, even ourselves. We make mistakes. But what we're saying is now at least you have a consistent consistent foundation mm-hmm. to grow on and to pull you through the challenges of this life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And what's so cool is I noticed when I didn't know who I was and I was trying to be someone else, every time I faced a challenge, it was just devastating because I was shaken because I, I, I wasn't strong in who I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, it, but when you know who you are, it doesn't rattle you to your core like other things used yeah. to because you, you know what this is who i am i'm building my life on this relationship with jesus and that can't be shaken mm. and i've built myself in a real way on a real foundation that is strong and true and now no matter what anyone says no matter what challenges i face no matter who's there or not there i know that i'm god's prized possession mm. and he never leaves me and he never forsakes me so i can weather this storm because I've got Jesus as the captain of my ship. Amen. And you've got this real version of yourself, and that's powerful. Amen. So our challenge to you this week is to spend time with the Creator. Yeah. Spend time with the one that made you. Yeah. Pray with Him. Talk to Him. Read your Bible. Uh, converse with other like believers and really start to embrace this, 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 this calling on your life, this purpose for your life. And you might not know all the answers right away. Yep. But eventually it'll come and you'll start to discover the purpose of his creation. And don't try to be who everyone says you need yeah. to be. Don't try to be who your friends are. Don't try to be. Just be you. Yeah. Be God's creation and do what Cody said. Throw yourself into this relationship. And as you do, he'll even reveal to you more who you really are. Amen. We love you guys so much. We hope you guys had a good time on the good talk. Mm. And I believe today that someone, someone got something. Amen. Someone, someone had a, a change in their heart, a change yeah. in their direction today. Um, you know, I like to believe that we always have that, but it felt different today. I feel like someone really needed this. So be the best version of God's creation. Amen. You got this out there. Yep. We got you. We got you. We're here for He's you. He's got you. He's got you. <laughs> yeah. We could keep going. <laughs> we could. We could. We love you guys love you so guys. much. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.